Good evening, this is Caleb Arnd with the Walk With God podcast and YouTube channel. Tonight is April 9th, 2020, and we're going to be reading from Psalm 78, verses 59 through 72, uh, finishing Psalm 78 tonight. We're going to be reading from Deuteronomy chapter 33, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25, and then we're going to start in Luke chapter 13 tonight. Before we get started, let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this day, for this day that you have made and you have created. Lord, help us to rejoice and be glad in it. Help us to praise you and to lift you up. And Lord, uh, since today was the, the Passover, uh, thank you for your sacrifice, the sacrifice of your Passover lamb that you have passed over the sins of the world. You've paid the price for the sins of the world with your blood, and your blood was covering all those who believe on your name and who trust in you as their savior. Lord, please help us to spread your gospel. Help us to spread your word. Help us to, to bring more and more people to be saved and to trust in you as their personal savior and Lord and master. And Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help us in this time of the coronavirus and this time of so much fear and uh, kind of panic that people are using to uh, shut down businesses and to uh, justify closing business doors permanently now. And Lord, I pray that you provide for our people, provide for uh, those that are losing their jobs right now. Please provide a new job, a better job for them. Please provide for their their food and their water and their clothing and their needs. Lord, uh, please provide for your missionaries, for your pastors, for all those that are really hurting during this time. And Lord, help us to get the gospel out and to spread your word and to be your hands and feet. Let your holy will be done, Lord God, I pray. In Jesus' name, please give our leaders, our president, our vice president, our governors, our mayors, our senators, and all of our congressmen and women. Lord, please give them guidance. Help them to make the right decisions, to do the right things, and lead the people well. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, Lord God, and please give us your word and your message that you have for us tonight. Amen. Okay, Psalm 78, verse 59 through 72, finishing Psalm 78 tonight. 59 says, When God heard this, he was wroth and greatly abhorred Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh, the tent which he placed among men. He delivered his strength into captivity and his glory into the enemy's hand. He gave his people over also unto the sword and was wroth with his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men, and their maidens were not given in marriage. Their priests fell by the sword, and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awaked as one out of sleep, and like a mighty man that shouteth by reason of wine, and he smote his enemies in the hinder parts, he put them to a perpetual reproach. Moreover, he refused the tabernacle of Joseph, and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, the Mount Zion, which he loved. And he built his sanctuary like high palaces, like the earth which he hath established forever. He chose David also his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the ewes great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob his people, and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart, and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Here we have God inspiring the, the writer and the psalmist. Uh, it says a psalm of Asaph, I believe, in Psalm 78. Yes, a maskil of Asaph, and so a type of psalm. And so this was 
when everybody was doing right in their own eyes, when people were turning away from God and leaving worshiping and serving him and were making these high places, were, were making these altars unto idols and these groves and these images that uh, made God angry and jealous for his people, then he forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh, it says, the tent which he had placed among men, and he delivered his strength into captivity. He allowed the people of Israel to be captured and to be put under tribute of the Philistines and of the Midianites and of uh, other people and so and other tribes. The fire consumed their young men and their maidens were not given to marriage, it says. And so they were uh, treated very evilly by these people that had put them to tribute. And when they turned back to God and when the Lord uh, saw how Israel was being evil and treated, he turned and he awaked as out of one out of sleep, it says, and like a mighty man that shouteth by reason of wine, and he smote his enemies in the hinder parts. And so here we see that God wants to deliver his people. He wants to smite his enemies. He wants to smite the people that evil do evil to other people. But he ultimately he wants to save everybody. He loves every person that was created in the uh, descendancy of Adam, in the image of God that he created them. He wants to save all of them, but he will justly punish those that do evil and wicked and choose wrongdoing. And uh, even though he refused the tabernacle of Joseph, he so he left from Joseph and he moved from Joseph and cho didn't chose Ephraim, but he chose from the tribe of Judah, and from the tribe of Judah he chose David to be, as a man after his own heart, a man that serves as a shepherd uh, and was God's under-shepherd. He chose David to serve as his under-shepherd to take care of Israel, just like he would take care of the flock of his sheep. And so now in chapter 33 of the book of Deuteronomy, we're going to read the uh, verses 1 through 29 tonight. And it says, And this is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. And he said, The Lord came from Sinai and rose up from Seir unto them. He shined forth from Mount Paran, and he came with ten thousand of saints. From his right hand went a fiery law for them. Yea, he loved the people. All his saints are in thy hand, and they sat down at thy feet. Every one shall receive of thy words. Moses commanded us a law, even the inheritance of the congregation of Jacob. And he was king in Jeshurun, when the heads of the people and the tribes of Israel were gathered together. Let Reuben live and not die, and let not his men be few. And this is the blessing of Judah. And he said, Hear, Lord, the voice of Judah, and bring him unto his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him, and be thou an help to him from his enemies. And of Levi he said, Let thy Thummim and thy Urim be with thy Holy One, whom thou didst prove at Massa, and with whom thou didst strive at the waters of Meribah, who said unto his father and to his mother, I have not seen him, neither did he acknowledge his brethren, nor knew his own children, for they have observed thy word and kept thy covenant. They shall teach Jacob thy judgments, and Israel thy law. They shall put incense before thee, and whole burnt sacrifice upon thine altar. Bless, Lord, his substance, and accept the work of his hands. Smite through the loins of them that rise against him, and of them that hate him, that they rise not again. And of Benjamin he said, The beloved of the Lord shall dwell in safety by him, and the Lord shall cover him all the day long, and he shall dwell between his shoulders." And of Joseph he said, Blessed of the Lord be his land, for the precious things of heaven, for the dew and for the deep that couches ben, uh, coucheth beneath, and for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun, 
and for the precious things put forth by the moon, and for the chief things of the ancient mountains, and for these the precious things of the lasting hills, and for the precious things of the earth, and the fullness thereof, and for the good will of him that dwelt in the bush, let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph, and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. His glory is like the firstling of his bullock, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With him, with them, he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth, and they are the ten thousands of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Manasseh. And of Zebulun he said, Rejoice, Zebulun, in thy going out, and Issachar in thy tents. They shall call the people up unto the mountain. There they shall offer sacrifices of righteousness, for they shall suck of the abundance of the seas, and of treasures hid in the sand. And of Gad he said, Blessed be he that enlargeth Gad. He dwelleth as a lion, and teareth the arm with the crown of the head. And he provided the first part for himself, because there in a portion of the lawgiver was he seated, and he came with the heads of the people, he executed the justice of the Lord, and his judgments with Israel. And of Dan, he said, Dan is a lion's whelp, he shall leap from Bashan. And of Naphtali, he said, O Naphtali, satisfied with favor, and full with the blessing of the Lord, possess thou the west and the south. And of Asher he said, Let Asher be blessed with children, let him be acceptable to his brethren, and let him dip his foot in oil. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass, and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. There is none like unto the God of Jeshurun, who rideth upon the heaven in thy help, and in his excellency on the sky. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall say, Destroy them. Israel then shall dwell in safety alone. The fountain of Jacob shall be upon a land of corn and wine. Also his heavens shall drop down dew. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, O people saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help, and who is the sword of thy excellency. And thine enemies shall be found liars unto thee, and thou shalt tread upon their high places. Here in Deuteronomy chapter 33, the Lord gives Moses a blessing to give unto each tribe of the tribes of Israel. He gives, and he says that he loved the people. All the, his saints are in thy hand, it says. And they sat down at thy feet. Every one shall receive of thy words. And so now that this generation is listening unto the Lord and is obeying him and is getting ready to go into the land of promise unto them, the Lord gives Moses a last blessing for him to give unto the people of Israel before they cross into the promised land. So Moses blesses and it says that also he, um, uh, talking about the Lord, was king in Jeshurun. And that's, a, a, once again, the name uh, that the Lord has for Israel. He calls them upright. And sometimes, even if they aren't exactly that, the Lord calls us and calls people by what he believes and has faith in them and what they will become. And so what he's calling them to be. Remember, this is the God who spoke into existence everything that exists. He spoke the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth. He spoke it all into existence. And so he's speaking unto the people of Israel. He's speaking the word Jeshurun, the name Jeshurun, which means uh, upright, which means strong, which means mighty, which means righteous. And uh, it's a term of strength and it's, it's a term of uh, 
lifting them up and exalting them as his nation that he is exalting. And so he was king in Jeshurun when the heads of the people and the tribes of Israel were gathered together. He gives a blessing to Reuben. Let Reuben live and not die. Let not his men be few. And he gives a blessing to Levi. Let thy Thummim and thy Urim be with thy holy one, whom thou didst prove at Massa. And so how they they served the Lord, how they were zealous for serving the Lord their God. And they shall teach Jacob thy judgments in Israel, thy law. Bless the Lord his substance and accept the work of his hand. Smite through the loins of them that rise against him. And so bless them that bless, uh, bless him and bless his work, but curse his enemies. And of Benjamin, the beloved of the Lord shall dwell in safety by him. And of Joseph, blessed of the uh, the Lord be his land for the precious things of heaven, for the dew and for the deep that couches beneath. And so blessing uh, Joseph with his land, that it be prosperous for him. And, and this is also blessing Ephraim and Manasseh as well. His glory, Ephraim and Manasseh, all of Joseph, the, his tribe, his glory is like the firstling of his bullock and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. And so like how a rhinoceros has great strength and great strength in that horn and that horn and that is like a crown of might and power that he has and he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth and they are the ten thousands of Ephraim and they are the thousands of Manasseh. Of Zeb Zebulun and of Issachar, uh, rejoice in thy going out in thy tents. They, they shall call the people unto the mountains. So they shall call them to war and to uh, these... Israel is a people that wars in the mountains. And so when the uh, people of the plains, like the Philistines, when they come with their chariots and their people of the valleys because they can maneuver better in there, um, Zebulun and, and Iskar, they will call the people, they will be ready to fight in the mountains. And of Gad, blessed be he that enlargeth Gad. He, is, he dwelleth as a lion and teareth the arm with the crown of the head. And so... Gad will be strong and will be mighty in battle and in power. Of Dan, he's a lion's whelp. He leap, he shall leap from Bashan. And so this is a blessing of Dan for him to be able and agile. And just as a, a lion can leap a long distance and a, a large distance to overcome his enemies, that Dan would be able to do so as well, even from the area of Bashan, that northeast corner of Israel on the eastern side of Jordan. Naphtali, he said he is the he is full of the blessing of the Lord. Possess well thou the west and the south, and a command in his blessing to go and possess the land of Asher. Let Asher be blessed with children. Let he be fruitful and multiply. Let him be accept acceptable to his brethren. Let him dip his foot in oil. So he is blessing Asher with oil to the abundance that he could anoint his feet and protect his feet even as he journeys and as he travels and goes about his work. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass, and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. And so if you have iron and brass shoes, then you have equipment and you have metal that can be used to make armor to the point where you're not just worried about your uh, chest and your stomach and your head, but even your feet now. And so he would be blessed with the abundance of iron and brass and metals that they could be used to make this armor as well as uh, swords and shields and other things that they can use for battle and for taking the land. There's also a blessing in verses 26 through 29. There's none like the God of Jeshurun. There's none like the God of Israel. There's none like the God of the upright, those that are strong, who rideth upon the heaven and in thy help and his excellency on the sky. The eternal God is thy refuge. What a promise that God is their refuge. He 
is their fortress. He is their protection, their shelter, and their providence. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, O people, saved by the Lord. The Lord God is the one who saved them, and happy are his people. And we are happy today because the Lord God has saved us. Now we're going to turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 12. We're going to read verse 25 tonight. Verse 25 says, Heaviness in the heart of a man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. Have you ever just felt heavy in your heart and in your emotions and everything that just seems to be falling upon your shoulders? Everything just seems to be going wrong. Everything just seems to be dragging you down and there's nothing that it seems like you can do about it. Well, that man, and if that's you, then please let me know. I'd love to be an encouragement to you and send you an encouraging word. But a good word, an encouraging word, a word that shows that God loves you and that other people care about you and about me too. I mean, sometimes this can be exactly me. The first part of this can be heaviness in my heart makes it stoop. It makes me just want to, oh, Heave my shoulders down and like Eeyore, oh, woe is me, man. Everything just seems to be going wrong sometimes. And that's that's not unnatural. It's part of this world. But a good word makes it glad. Sometimes just a person that says, hey, uh, I really liked what you did on Sunday or Saturday. I really liked how you helped out those people, how you helped with this service, how you said this word, how you uh, encouraged, how you uh, recorded this thing in the podcast. Any one of those things can be a great encouragement and it just, it can make your heart leap for joy and make, bring happiness to it and make it glad, just like this verse says. Now we're going to turn also to the book of Luke. We're going to read from chapter 13 verses 1 through 22 tonight. And it says, there were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans, because they suffered such things? I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall also likewise perish. Or those eighteen, upon whom the tower in Siloam fell, and slew them, Think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon, and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of the, his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down, why cumbereth it the ground? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and was bowed together, and could in no wise lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him, and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately... She was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, There are six days in, when, in which men ought to work, in them therefore come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on his Sabbath day 
On the Sabbath day, loose his ox or his ass from the stall, and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of God like, and whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. And again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. And he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. So while Jesus is teaching, it says there were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. So this is talking about Pontius Pilate. This is talking about the man that would uh, condemn Jesus to death along with the leaders of the nation of Israel. And he had mingled blood of Galileans, it says. And so he, when they were offering sacrifices, it says that he killed them. He had them killed, and their blood also was mingled with their sacrifices, it says. So while they were even in the middle of sacrificing, and Jesus answering and said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans, because they suffered such things? Suppose that these were more deserving of their death than other people were? Or suppose that the people that uh, were, were killed, the 18 people that were killed in the fall of the Tower Siloam, that they deserve to die more than other people? And he says, no, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall also likewise perish. If a man dies in his sin, if a man dies at all, if he does not trust and is not trusting on the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal savior, he will perish and sadly will go to hell. Without the Lord and his, the, Lord, the forgiveness of the Lord, the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ, a man goes to hell. Not because he's so uh, such a wicked sinner, but because only those that put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ are saved. And we'll see that in the book of John when we study John chapter 1 and John chapter 3. We'll see those delineations and those divisions between those that are saved and those that are unsaved. And But here we see also an illustration of this. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And so this fig tree is supposed to bring forth fruit every year and bring forth these figs that are nourishing and uh, a good fruit for it to bring forth. But for three years, it says, I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Just cut it down. Why is it uh, even drawing nourishment from the ground? It's cumbering the ground. It's, bur it's a burden to the ground that it's inhabiting. And uh, the servant answered and said unto the Lord, Lord, let it alone this year also till I dig about it and dung it. So just let it alone one more year. Give it another year as another chance and I'll fertilize it. I'll give it everything possible to it that it could possibly need to bear fruit. And if it still doesn't, then cut it down and take it away. But if it does, good and well. And so this is an illustration. This is a parable about people trusting in the Lord. And if they don't prevent, if they don't prevent, uh, provide any fruit, if they don't create any fruit, that is, if they don't get saved, if they don't uh, make a change, if they don't repent, that is to change, especially on the inside, then out. If they don't change on the inside, 
to produce that fruit of salvation by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, by trusting in God and having faith in Him to provide the Messiah, the Savior of the world, then there'll be that unfruitful tree. And that after that last chance that they get, even with all of the chances that the servant is giving by the word and by the truth of God and by others going unto them and providing them and showing them the word, if it still doesn't bear fruit, if it still doesn't get saved, uh, then it will be cut down and will be cast into hell. Uh, he was teaching in one of the synagogues, and so now he heals a woman on the Sabbath day. And for 18 years, she had been like this. For 18 years, have you ever had a back problem where you just could not raise up? You could not stand up straight. It just, every time you tried to get into the right angle, it just, oh, it just felt so horrible that this woman was like that for 18 years. And suddenly one day, Jesus Christ just lays his hands on her and commands uh, that woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. You are loosed from the... Uh, the bound and the bonds that Satan has bound her with for 18 years, she's loosed and she just stands upright immediately. She's completely and fully healed. And the ruler of the synagogue, he doesn't look on this amazing miracle that has just happened with uh, wonder and, and amazement uh, of the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and of God healing in front of him. No, he looks on with indignation saying, there are six days you can do this. Don't do it on the Sabbath day. Come and be healed on one of those other days. And Jesus, he, he uh, rebukes him and reproaches him by his hypocrisy. And how oh, hypocrite, don't you just... Don't you lead your animals out to water? Isn't this woman much more valuable than animals? And it's good to heal on the Sabbath day. It's good to do right on every day of the week. And Jesus also teaches about the kingdom of God. Unto what is the kingdom of God like? And whereunto shall I resemble it? He said it's like the grain of a mustard seed. He said it's like leaven. And so it grows, which means that when it comes inside of somebody, when they have that faith that saves them, that makes them whole, and that God's grace and his spirit is inside of them now, that doesn't just stay the same as it is. It's like a plant. It's like a little seed. It's like uh, yeast that gets planted inside, and it grows until it fills all of them, and it fills all of their mind and all of their heart. And so just like a seed, it just needs to be nourished. It needs to be given water and uh, nourishment in terms of all the nutrients that it needs. And so it needs a regular dose of the Word of God every single day, which is exactly what we're doing here. This is how we walk with God. This is how we grow the seed of the kingdom of God in our lives. Friend, are you growing that seed of the Lord? Are you growing that kingdom of God? Are you helping to bear much fruit and to be a fruitful tree? Friend, trust in the Lord today. Trust that he will help you grow if you pray unto him. If you ask him for his help to help you grow, he will never fail. And his word, the word that you can read, the word that you can share with others will never return void. That is a promise from God and God is always faithful to fulfill his promises. Thank you for listening today to the Walk with God podcast. If you have any praises or prayer requests, please email them to me at wwgcaleb at gmail.com. That's wwgcaleb at gmail.com. I'll be sure to look for those. 
and pray with you for them. Thanks once again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow with the next Walk With God podcast.